0: Welcome to the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. We're dispensing stories of success from across the continuum of care. I'm your host, Hillary Blackburn. Thanks for joining us to learn from leaders throughout the pharmacy industry. Hey listeners, happy American pharmacist month. This episode is all about healthy pregnancy. Since I just had my first baby girl in August, this is a very timely topic for me. And I know we've got a lot of pharmacists out there who are interacting with pregnant women or women who are thinking about becoming pregnant. So hopefully you'll learn a few tips from Gabriella and Lysandra in today's episode. But before we get into the episode, I want to remind you that my book is now available on Amazon. Go check out How Pharmacists Lead Answers from Women Who Are Leading, Succeeding, and Impacting Pharmacy. It's a great book dedicated to women in pharmacy leadership. All right. So today we have two special guests on the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. First, our guest is Dr. Gabriela Falto, who was born in Puerto Rico and she completed a bachelor's degree in biomedical sciences with a dual program in pharmacy. Dr. Falto Obtained a doctor of pharmacy degree from Nova Southeastern University, Puerto Rico, and since then she began working as a clinical pharmacist in a hospital pharmacy providing pharmaceutical care to the inpatient population. Later on, she was the clinical pharmacist assigned to the oncology and bone marrow transplant ward in the hospital setting where she monitored and evaluated patient specific drug therapy management plans. Dr. Falto is also, the co creator with her friend and colleague, Dr. Alessandra Blanco, of the Instagram page Pharmacists and Pregnancy, focused on pharmaceutical care before, during, and after pregnancy. And uh, as I just mentioned, our second guest and co founder of Pharmacists and Pregnancy is Dr. Alessandra Blanco, who was Born and raised in Puerto Rico as well, and she obtained her bachelor's degree in industrial microbiology at the University of Puerto Rico. Then she got her doctor, doctor of pharmacy degree at Nova Southeastern University on the Puerto Rico campus. Since graduation, she began working in retail pharmacy as a staff pharmacist, and this experience gave her the opportunity to provide pharmaceutical care According to the needs of patients in multiple settings, addressing concerns, providing immunizations, and advice on treatments. She's also counseled and educated on all kinds of patients on proper administration of prescription and over the counter meds, precaution storage, and possible side effects. Lysandra and Gabriella, welcome to the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. Hi. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Yes. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, and you guys are, are uh, joining from two different locations. So it's very early in the morning. Uh, <laughs> They're in Hawaii and then uh, Gabriella is in uh, Dallas. So now that our listeners have heard a little bit about your backgrounds, maybe you can fill in any gaps from that intro or share a bit more about your personal life and maybe how you got into pharmacy.
1: Um, yes. Um, um, I began um, starting pharmacy, then that's where I met Lisandra, and we've been friends since then. And, well, I've been working in the inpatient setting. Um, I haven't had that much opportunity to work in different settings, but the hospital setting is what I'm mostly uh, specialized in. And working in areas like with complex um, conditions like oncology and bower transplant I've been able to treat some patients with very complex disease states and I, re- I really think that that's my area I found like the area I like
0: awesome and Lysandra
2: yes I'm always to um, work in a community pharmacy I think that is my my area I just like to to interact with patients, talk with them. Um, so yes, that I think that that all we have the opportunity to work in the area that we like, and after you have the opportunity to practice after school. Um, I just say no. I think that definitely I like to work in the community area, and I think that I can help the patients in this area. So that's why. Uh, I also had the opportunity to interact with pregnant women and we then decided that, okay, I think that we can help the pregnant woman uh, from, from another uh, site, for example, the page that we create. And we as, as young female uh, pharmacists, uh, we, we strongly believe that All women have the right to receive the best information and education available about their health early uh, in in their lives. So that's why we create this page. And even though there are numerous uh, uh, websites that address preconception and pregnancy, uh, some women may not be able to reach uh, them from various reasons. And now that the social media is on its peak, that's that we decide that it's time to find another way of education for women, uh, but
0: from the pharmacy's perspective. So, yeah, awesome. So, when did you guys um, kind of decide to uh, s- to focus on pharmacists and pregnancy? And and I know, uh, Lasandra, you have a, a little one. Um, yes. Gabri- yes. And Gabriella, do you as well tell a little bit more about kind of um, your experience and, and passion for uh, pregnancy and, and helping women in pregnant- during pregnancy?
1: Well, um, I'm not a mother yet, <laughs> but um, I had the opportunity of treating a pregnant women in the hospital setting. And in this um, area that I was in the oncology ward and the bone marrow transplant, where well, it's a little bit different because, in with these complex conditions, you cannot have you cannot be pregnant at the moment of the treatment. So, Mm -hmm. we decided that um, we've seen with this um, pandemic and the quarantine that um, everybody was making pages about whatever they wanted to make, and we saw that. There were not pages, like from a pharmacist's perspective, about pregnancy and preconception health. So we thought that it might be good to give the options to young women to have some um, something to look at in, the, in social media that also educates them. And with this page, mm-hmm. um, our mission is to help and educate all women about the correct use and safety of over-the-counter meds before, during, and after pregnancy. We want to focus on the over-the-counter meds because the patient is more exposed to these drugs. Like if you look in the medicine cabinet of the house, we can find lots of types of over-the-counter meds. And giving advice and alternatives about how to deal with the most common symptoms they can experience during this journey and maintain them with... Um, the latest news about meds, diseases, healthcare, and more. We want to to really get to them because, like Lisandra said before, there are lots of literature that are very um, dense in these topics, but not all women might be able to reach them. So we want to give mm-hmm. them something easy to access and with, obviously, um, official information. We look information in in literature, like first um, degree literature, um, clinical trials, um, official websites. So we like, we read about all that and then we put it in a simple way for all the population.
0: Awesome. Yeah. It's, it's helpful to have information simplified when you've got so many different sources and, and having one, one place to kind of turn to. Um, So Let's kind of start first with uh, preconception health. So um, meaning before women get pregnant, of course. So tell us a little bit more about, you know, just what are some basic things that women of childbearing age need to be doing if um, they are, you know, interested or, or thinking about becoming pregnant? Exactly. Preconception health is a topic that is not
2: always discussed and a lot of women don't know that this is so, so important to get ready if you're planning to have a baby. So, it means, uh, and the main focus is on things you can do before and also between pregnancies to increase the chances of having a healthy baby. So, it means knowing uh, how health conditions and risk factors uh, could affect the baby and the, um, and you as as uh, as pregnant. For example, uh, among the risk factors that you have to know is the exposure to harmful substance, uh, such as teratogenic drugs, alcohol, tobacco, and um, also the inadequate nutrition. Poor folic acid and iron yeah, um, iron intake. These both vitamins are very important before pregnancy and also during pregnancy. Uh, also the poor chronic disease control. This uh, include uh, uncontrolled diabetes, uncontrolled uh, hypertension that, uh, that is a uh, high blood pressure. All of them can have the baby even before he or she is conceived. So that's why it's so important the preconception health. Um, It is recommended that preconception care should begin at least three months before you get pregnant. But if you're planning it, you can start it like one year before because some um, women need more time to get their bodies ready for pregnancy. Mm So taking action on health issues and risk factors before pregnancy can prevent problems that may affect you and your baby later. So all women um, can benefit from preconception health, whether or not they plan to have the baby, because it is all about women getting and staying healthy overall uh, through their lives. So if you are a healthy woman, eventually you're going to have healthier pregnancies and, of course, outcomes.
0: Yeah, that's that's helpful. And, you know, one of uh, I this is very topical um, for me since I just had a baby six weeks ago. So I definitely wanted mm-hmm. to to. To bring you guys on the podcast and talk about this topic, um, but one of the things that I started doing was taking prenatal vitamins. Mm-hmm. Uh, bef- you know, before uh, I knew that I was pregnant. Um, tell us a little bit more about the importance of prenatal vitamins.
1: Um. Yes. Um, prenatal vitamins. Well, they consist of a variety of vitamins and, and minerals that help your baby get the nutrients that are essential for healthy development. So along with a healthy diet, these vitamins are a very important part of a healthy pregnancy because you provide these important nutrients that are necessary for the baby's growth. Um, These vitamins are especially geared towards women thinking about becoming pregnant or who are already pregnant. some of them might include like a vast variety of components, but most of them com- um, contain folic acid, iron, choline, calcium, and vitamin D, which are amongst the most important ingredients, ingredients. Folic acid, for example, which is a B vitamin, it helps prevent neural tube defects, which affect the baby's brain and spinal cord. Iron might help your body make bloods to supply oxygen to the fetus. It also prevents anemia. Some women might have anemia or uh, develop anemia during pregnancy, iron deficiency anemia. Choline also has a a role in the adequate development of the central nervous system. Calcium, it's a mineral that helps your baby's bones, um, teeth, heart, muscles, and also nerves to develop. And vitamin D helps absorb um, better the calcium. So all these ingredients and more, because some of them include um, more ingredients, might help you get all you need for your baby's development. It's also recommended to begin them three months before you plan a pregnancy. But most of uh, most of the women in the United States um, don't know they're pregnant until like their first, uh, first weeks. So once you get pregnant, it's important to begin with them. But it's always um, important to ask your physician or provider for guidance before starting any supplement, because we don't want you to combine supplements like your prenatal vitamins with others unless you have spoken with your healthcare provider. So you run the risk of un- overdosing on particular nutrients. And although it is it, uh, with vitamins, it is not a, a big deal like with other medications. It's better just to avoid um, combining things when you're pregnant. And also, um, your doctor or provider might recommend a prenatal vitamin with higher amounts of a specific ingredient if you suffer from any particular health condition, just to fix that before you get pregnant. And uh, a good thing about them is that most of them are available over the counter. So we as pharmacists are able to counsel and help you choose the best option based on your specific needs. There are lots of different brands and lots of different formulations. Um, some of the brands are One a Day, Rachel Prenatal Vitamins, um, Nature Made, Ollie. There are lots of them now, and they can come like in tablets, capsules, gummies, liquids. So there are lots of options to choose from. But um, something with the prenatal vitamins is that you should be always um, able to read the label of any medication. But with the prenatal vitamins too, in the supplements fact, you can um, see which ingredients it they have, the amount per serving, and also the inactive ingredients or other ingredients section, just to make sure that you're not allergic to any component of these prenatal vitamins. Because you know we don't we don't want you to be taking something to help you and then get an allergy for some for some other component that is in the vitamin. So. Um, Yeah, it's something you should take before pregnancy. You can decide when is the best time to take it. Some women prefer them in the morning after breakfast. Others prefer them at night, because they can have some mild or harmless side effects like constipation, which can be fixed with more um, water or um, having physical activity, nausea, and changes in urine and color and odor. B vitamins tend to do that, but this should be um, mild or harmless. So you can talk with your provider to see which option is better for you and when to take them so that is um, more comfortable for you.
0: Awesome. Wow. that' So many really great tips uh, that you covered. Some of the most important um, components that need to be in prenatal vitamins and, you know, during my pregnancy, I, you know, they check several different things. Uh, my vitamin D was, was low. And so Mm -hmm. I had to add some extra vitamin D, um, and definitely spend a little bit of time outside since it was during the spring and summer. Um, and then also later on in, in pregnancy, um, was a little anemic. And so even supplemented, uh, with some additional iron, uh, because of course, as you, um, deliver, you can have, uh, some, some risks of, uh, hemorrhage or, or extra bleeding. And, Mm -hmm. you know, since I did have a C-section, I was glad to have that, um, extra iron to supplement, um, and then you also touched on a few things that pharmacists can can help and advise with. So, uh, tell us a little bit more about that component of you know how are pharmacists involved, and how do they help um, pregnant women along their journey?
2: Well, in in this process, as, at least in the in the preconception and also in the pregnancy, process, uh, uh, part. We, as you know, we are one of the most accessible healthcare providers. So uh, we can optimize, uh, for example, the preconception health by screening women in their appropriate immunizations. Uh, we also can screen uh, for tobacco the, tobacco, the tobacco use. We can talk and counsel in the current medication use, medication safety uh, and also medication safety, and this includes um, counsel about all their medications. Uh-